Did you say you wanted to count it off, Alex? No, you could do it. Okay. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. All right, let's do it. No, 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 Young Jock, Ghostface Killer, Kid Rock, Lupe, Show. Show. postpone is episode 29 may 1st 2019 and that right there was charles punishment wow that was incredible what was your reaction when you just started hearing yourself go no 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 oh i'm crying a little bit just crying a little oh, bit I, I've, got, I've got tears on my computer too who made that who, who was that that was your boy Pedos. Your boy truly over That here. was wow. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I was dude. trying I was covering my mouth during that thing, dude. I was dying. The last one. Are you sure it's so like funny. a punishment? That feels like <laughs> that was great. That was that was great. But there's a there's a uh, cover photo to go with it too, so that'll be on social media as well. <laughs> oh, <Great. boy. laughs> I have not seen that yet. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, that one's my secret. That's my secret. The last one is so funny. You so oh call me. Oh my god. Dude. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> dude, I had so many choices too. There was like parts where he said, "Yeah, I was gonna do Chris Brown." Yeah, and uh, uh, it was tough to decide. But those those are the finalists. The Justin Bieber one kills me. Yeah, those are all. That's good stuff. So, y'all, no more worrying. Your your punishment is fulfilled. Well, yep. I guess the the once the pictures released. Yeah, once once the cover albums out. Wednesday. Wednesday, your punishment will be over, buddy. I hope you enjoyed it, the first part. I really enjoyed it. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. Other than, other than making hit singles, what else is new with you, Pedos? With me? So I got a couple things, actually. Uh, this week, big news hit the Passes family. Or old uh, GM is now engaged. I don't know if you boys saw that. Oh, I did. Congrats, he, George. Yep, he got engaged congrats, over congrats. this week. Yep. It's big, and big Courtney. news, big news. And Courtney. Crescent and Courtney, and Courtney, yep. Wedding, wedding season. Um, yeah. My second thing is LaShawn McCoy. Wait, wait, I need to put this on the airwaves. Oh, um, I'll pay a hefty fee to be invited to the wedding. I love Greek weddings, so. I, I will show them that. I, I just got to show them your highlight reel, really, from the last true. one. That's true, I don't that's think true. you'll need to pay anything. You'll probably that's just slither in. Chal, I don't know, after that performance, you might need, might need some cash to get into this one. All right, I'll start <laughs> saving up. All right, sounds there good. Go. My second thing is LaShawn McCoy. Did you guys hear about him recently? Oh, my gosh, yeah. Luckily, I'm not invested into what he did, but go on. I am, but I didn't see it. Thank God. Chal, did you hear about it? I did not. I'm very excited to hear about it, though. Perfect. So, uh, Avengers Endgame came out this week, right? And this is the movie everyone's been waiting for. Millions of people have been waiting for. Less than 12 hours later after the movie was released, LaShawn McCoy um, put all the spoilers out, tweeted everything. And the best part about all of it was he misspelled all the key words because he knows people have filters on to block tweets that say like Avengers Endgame and that kind of stuff. So it would slip through the cracks so everyone would see the the spoilers. Yep. Yeah. So I actually read the tweet and it was a bombshell. Oh, thank God I didn't read it. It was only yeah. was it only one tweet? Uh, I saw one and then he followed up and tried to like uh kind of like lie like pretend like he didn't tweet the spoiler yeah. um 
it's hard to explain without spoiling it but yeah it was i don't i haven't seen actually i just said today there's i think there's 22 marvel movies i've seen one of them and it was thor 2 so that is uh, the same one i saw because i saw it with you (laughs) oh yeah that's right we saw it together i think i was there too wasn't i there was there was a group so you could have been there i definitely was there but um like i said i haven't seen any of these movies and even i could tell that it was a major 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 spoiler i just why did he do this that's what i'm saying i don't understand his reasoning behind it uh it seemed kind of like a reaction like after he saw it he tweeted like man i can't believe this happened but he actually (laughs) said it so it it was just idiotic just tough just he's now the most hated nfl player but the thing is what you just said is interesting to me it sounds like he did it on purpose then if he was misspelling stuff too yeah, that's what. I, that's why I, at first I heard where he was just tweeting out spoilers, but then I was like, okay, he's probably just reacting to it, like a lot of us do with like Game of Thrones and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. I heard today that he misspelled stuff on purpose that would slip through the cracks of people's uh, tweet blocks. Wow, what a mm-hmm. scumbag! Mm-hmm. People have been waiting years for that movie. I mean, that's it made what did it made like a billion dollars in the first weekend? Oh, had to have, and it's like over three it was, hours long too. I think it was 1.2 billion the last I heard in, in the first week, and that's insane. Yeah, that's unreal, unreal. Right. Um, and my last thing. So I we were visiting a family member in the nursing home this weekend, and there it was dinner time. Okay, so quick, quick short story. It was dinner okay. time, so all everyone was in there, all the uh, nursing home clientele, and nurses and stuff. And there was one lady that was friends with my family member, and she was kept asking my uh, aunt if she could have someone push her to her room. And then she asked the nurse, she was like, can I have someone push my room? And the nurse was like, no, you need exercise today. You have to do it. <laughs> so she goes to my aunt, she goes, can you have your friend start pushing me to her room? And she's pointing <laughs> at me. Okay, just wait. She's pointing at me. She's like, can you get your friend to push me to her room? And she's like, no, 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 no. And then the nurse heard her again. She's like, no, you need to do it yourself. So she waits. The nurse goes and talks to another elderly woman. <laughs> and she just turns like side eyes me. And she goes, young man. Please help me! I was, dude. I was almost pissed my pants. My whole like GM, all my family was crying, laughing, and she's going like she's dying. She's going, please. The nurse, no one's looking. I don't know what to do. I'm like, I can't. You're gonna get me in trouble. I can't push you. She's like, help me, please. (laughs) And then finally, the nurse comes over. It's like I forget her name. Oh, it was Patty. She's like, Patty, stop. You're pushing yourself. And she's like, I'm just going to start eating in my room by myself. <laughs> Dude, those places, those are some grim, grim places. Dude, man. unreal. I'm... Everything. There was like four things that happened, but that was the worst one by far. She was just screaming for me to push her and no one was responding. Oh, dude, I hate. And they're always like in the hallways. Like they're never in their room. No. It's I don't all... know why I'm <laughs> talking about them like they're dogs. But... <laughs> it's like a zombie movie. You're trying to yeah. sneak by them really quiet. Yes. If you make a noise. Oh, You're just dude. in trouble. And what's new with you, Pacell? I uh this weekend I had a major, major nostalgic moment. Um I forget I think we got had in a conversation with my parents and my grandparents just like about how different things are. Like we started talking about like rotary phones and TVs without remotes and stuff like that. They were talking about that. Right. And I was trying to think of like things that I'm gonna say to my like grandkids when I'm older and I remember T9 texting. Do you guys remember that? I do. Isn't that what the, um, like you had to press four buttons to get the letter S. Yeah. Well, that's the one. So that's like the original texting. You'd have to click, click over like three times right. on the, on the same number to get the letter. T9 was like kind of like the, the new, new wave of technology where you only had to hit it once, but like it would predict your word. Oh yeah. Yeah. I do remember that. I wasn't sure if you actually, I was going to, I wanted to uh, propose we have a, a T9 texting contest that's been postponed. If anybody can get their hands on a flip phone nowadays. Yeah, if we could find one, I'm, absolutely. I'm definitely down. I, I can't, I, I, th- I didn't remember, you had a Blackberry, didn't you? I did at one point, Blackberry Pearl. I can't exact. remember if that was like your first phone. So if you, I didn't know if you might have never not, even, you might have not even ever T9 texted. Oh no, that was, that was like my fancy phone later when I got older. I started out with the old original black and white snake phone oh yeah the nokia yeah Yeah. my first three phones were all used phones i love it so yeah if Mm -hmm. we can we'll have to get daryl oh 
Daryl's not here, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> we keep forgetting. Nope. Daryl's not here. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Guy got pneumonia. Yeah, we uh, we had everything all set up to record today, and uh, Daryl just got off his night shift and went to went to sleep this morning. Woke up about an hour ago and called us, and he had zero voice, so uh, he just had to take the day off. Feel better, Daryl. Yep, feel better, Daryl. But yeah, if we can get all of us in, I'd love to. Maybe we can put out a video. Our first. How do how do you propose this competition? How do I propose it? We'll like, what, what do you like, mean? How's it gonna be a competition? We're gonna have to have a, a standard paragraph that we're all gonna have to type, and we have to time it. Oh, so it's a time competition. Got it. Got it. Yes, got it. yes, yes. Or we I can like do it. like who could send out the most texts <laughs> in a twenty. Hire them off. <laughs> I propose we take this one stake higher and just all switch over to flip phones. Yeah. Get rid of our smoke, uh, smartphones. Next punishment has to get a flip phone. There it is, Chal. I don't, I don't, I don't know, guys. <laughs> get ready, Chal. <laughs> we'll just wait till next March Madness. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I wanted to do. So yeah, I'm in. We'll have to we'll have to get some content on a T9 texting because very nostalgic. Fig- figure it out, and I'm in. All right. You ready to start to our postmodal topics? Yep. All right, guys. Topic number one. If you were abducted, how much do you think your ransom would be for? Hmm. Anyone want to start the sucker off? Well, I can start it off. I don't have a number. I was going through all of the different scenarios. And... I was thinking when you get abducted, usually like your parents are rich. Right. Or somebody you know is rich. And that's not the case for me. So that brings my number way down, even though I think I'm worth a lot, you know? Gotta yeah, have no, self-confidence. of course. You got to have the self-confidence, but yeah, it's, it, all, it all depends on the finances in the background. Right. So at that point, I'm thinking, I don't know, 20 bucks an hour. So oh, you're paying them hourly rate. These are part timers. Yeah. Okay. Got it. No bennies. No bennies <laughs> no for these guys. No bennies. Got it. Got it. Got it. So, uh, what do you th- what do you think the average ransom is for like a well, kidnapping? So, uh, I th- I think it depends on one thing. Are these so? Let's say what you were just explaining in this instance. Do these people know who you are? So this was a planned kidnap, or they just saw you so. on the street. You were young. You're fresh. You got good legs, and they're just like, let's just swoop this kid and picked him up, hoping your parents are rich. Because then you it could it. be a lot higher ransom. That's true. I would say that it was planned. You got to think it was okay. planned. Yeah, then you're a piss poor money. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna say five thousand bucks. Ah, oh, that's a good one. That's what I was thinking for myself. Maybe a little lower, but I think I think that's a, I think that's the range we're all worth around. It just depends on what they're looking after. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it just depends. It depends if the kidnapper's a dreamer too. Like if he thinks he could get more money, hey, he might shoot another, the gold. Another angle I was thinking is that I would try to be friends with the kidnapper. Uh, so if he like if he liked me enough, maybe he would make my ransom like eighteen billion dollars, so nobody could pay it, and then we would just hang out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's like a forever sleepover. Yeah, you just run away forever. Like, Dude, I'm trying to get you out of here, man. Don't <laughs> don't let's pay eighteen billion dollars. It's tough luck, buddy. It's tough luck. <laughs> My first thought was, I was thinking like ten grand. Ten grand? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, I said five grand, but after, right after I said it, I'm like, my parents. Are I'm worth five more grand. than that. <laughs> twenty, yeah. thirty grand, you know? Yeah, of course you are, sweetheart. But your parents aren't going to pay twenty, thirty grand. Right? Exactly. Oh, they so, might. Yeah, You're I think five to ten might. would be a uh, a reasonable range. <laughs> Good cut. Good cut. Get wrecked. Yep. All right. Topic number two. What are your requirements to hold the door open for someone behind you? Oh. I like this one. All right. Then start it off. Well, yeah, it goes. You start it off. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Let me find my notes. Wrote down a couple <laughs> yeah, things on the lock home. Got some notes. Uh, I don't know where they are, so we're just going to go off the top end. Okay. Um, I, um, oh, here they are. So I have three three things that my requirements for holding the door open and it's an influential order. So like the top is the most influential distance. Number one, for sure. 
the most influential thing. If you're too far, I'd say about 10, 15 feet, you're, you're in door opening range. Number two is speed, how fast the person is walking. It's got to be a quick judgment because you only get a quick glance at them. But if you see that they're, they ain't got those thunder size and they could be a power walker, then <laughs> you're definitely opening the door. And third is gender. Of course, females are going to be, I'm going to more likely open doors for females than, or keep the door open than for guys. I like that. Yeah. I, I honestly, when I first saw this question, I honestly was like, I don't really have a criteria. I pretty much open the door for everybody. The only time I really don't is if, if they don't open the door, I'm trying to think of if this is even possible to even happen. There's two doors. Okay. No, it's it's impossible. Can't happen. Never mind. <laughs> Can't ever hold a door open. Well, there's a scenario where there's you know how like in a, in a in a grocery store or something there's there's like a door and then like a little landing and then another door. Yes. Have you ever had a situation where like you open the door for someone and then <laughs> they go in and then they open the second door for <laughs> you? And it's, it's every restaurant you go into. I feel like. Yeah. Or you walk in, you go, oh, thank you. Go, thank you very much, and then you go, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it's. That's the worst. It's always that fake giggle too. So that pulled... actually, that actually would be a time where I probably wouldn't hold the door open for someone. As if it's a double door. Correct. So you would even if they're right behind you, you're not gonna hold it open. What do you consider holding the door open? Like you like standing, I'm walking into the building and I'm holding it them, open for someone. Letting them go in before you, or are you just holding oh, it? Look, okay. it could be the door again. That's where okay. the gender comes in. Uh, okay, okay. Gender, okay. I'm going to hold open the door myself and go after the women. Guys, right. I'm just holding it open for them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you right. ever pull the forgetful Freddy? I have no idea what that means. Where it's like, um, so like say the distance is a little too far, but you've like turned around and made eye contact with them. Like they know, you know that they're behind them. So, like, it could oh. be where, like, you go inside and then the door closes right in front of them. So, it's, like, it's kind of rude. So, like, right before you go to the door, you, like, stop for a second, like, reach into your pocket. Be like, oh, do I have my phone, my wallet? So, it buys you a couple seconds so they still get closer. And then you're like, oh, here, let me get the door for you. Yes, I, I do that, but I just walk slower. Yeah, pretty much yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, like, do a freeze frame where I'm like, oh, wait, where's my badge? Or, like, oh, where's my wallet? And then I'm like, the, oh, here it is. The pulling out your phone and pretending to have a text is... The, one of the best moves ever it gets you out oh, of so many jams it's, it's huge it's, it's it will never you'll never get into an awkward door jam again after that one never what about the jaws to catch out? Ooh, oh man cut off the pc <laughs> fine i like that, that one that is a, that was a great point though we could have really riffed off that <laughs> can we do it anyway respect the bell yep respect the bell we always respect yours topic number three would you rather get hit by a 100-mile-per-hour fastball in the ribs or get blindside sacked by a blitzing cornerback? Uh, this kind of sucks. <laughs> um, You're the two-sport athlete here, Pascal, so you should take the lead on this one. <laughs> Definitely not a two-sport athlete. <laughs> you're the I'm one like... that's played football and baseball here. Yeah, I guess two-sport so. Two-sport athlete. Hey, I played um, football when I was five years old. I mean, I played <laughs> For five. one year. Wait, little, with the helmets? I don't know. No flag football. With the helmets. Oh, with the <laughs> helmets. And then I quit because... <laughs> Got it. Too many concussions. Too many. You got <laughs> CTE. <laughs> five. Uh, well, what I'm thinking is... Oh, my God. I'm thinking 100 miles per hour, but baseball to the ribs. Uh, I agree with you, but I want to okay. hear your reason. But my, my biggest reasoning is I don't think that could paralyze you, and I think the other one can <laughs> <laughs> I mean, depending who's doing the hitting, absolutely. But I mean, you could def it could definitely hurt way worse than it. it just all depends on the hit, man. The blindside hit could go, man, really bad. It's Ed Reed. It could, it could snap your back in half. I feel like. Yeah, but you also have pads on. You don't have pads on your ribs in baseball. Do you though? It doesn't say you're playing football. You're just getting hit. But you could be in the grocery store. I get blindsided by cornerback. <laughs> that's true. It doesn't, doesn't say, say we're in a game. Oh, that's just very true. <laughs> Could be flying right into the watermelons. The uh, the baseball is also it's more of a um, it's you know like one spot, so it's that it might be like more of an impact on one spot, but I feel like that'd go away quicker than if you just got completely demolished by a by a cornerback because that would just be your whole body just aching. 
I really think a hundred mile per hour fastball would break your ribs, right? Oh, absolutely. That's what I was going to yeah. say. In the defense of the cornerback, like the ribs are probably the most sensitive area that's going to be hit. If the blind side's not probably not going to go for your knees, you probably go for mid back, which is yeah, more muscular definitely. than the ribs for sure. I don't know. I mean, I've never been hit by a pitch, so I couldn't tell you. I've been hit by a pitch, but nowhere near 100 miles per hour. No? No. Where'd you get hit at? Uh, Getting hit in the elbow has to be... I would probably rather get hit in the ribs than the elbow. Really? I would never think that. Oh, my God. Why? It's like it just sends a jolt up your arm, down your arm. It's just... It's the worst. I mean, it's like it's like hitting your funny bone, but times a thousand. I was on a kid's baseball team that got hit with the ball once, and he ran faster to first base than he ran to second after getting hit. <laughs> he was crying the whole time. Uh, <laughs> great story. Oh, yep. That's my baseball experience, talking baseball. All right. All right. Great answers, everybody. Thanks, Thank man. Thank you. Can we go back to the second one real quick, or is that is that not yeah. allowed right now? I mean, not right now. Yep. Yeah, maybe, maybe if only we had something built into our show to go back to that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, babe. All right. Um, I guess at this point we're moving on, right? Moving on to our our fan favorites. Yeah. Yep. All fan right. favorite. All right. Here's gonna here's a new segment, which we don't have a name for yet. What do we want to call this? Um, what what do we what is this about? Hit me, I'm gonna come up with one quick. Basically, like a, a unsolved murder mystery or unsolved case. Unsolved cases. Charles <laughs> crimes. Oh come on, man! Wasn't it? Aren't you like hosting it? Oh, like my that. crimes though. All right, um, I do it. Charles on Charles cold cold crimes. <laughs> Charles <laughs> cold Charles. deli meat crimes. Cold cuts. Charles cold, cold cuts. Cold cuts. Cold <laughs> cold cases. Cold beers. Cold <laughs> Bruising dogs. Alright. Alright, we're going with Charles cold cuts. Cold cases. <laughs> cold beers. With the music. <laughs> All right, so this is our new segment. It's going to be Chal hosting, and what he has done is found a unsolved. We don't really know if it's a murder mystery, but uh, unsolved mystery, cold case, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss the details and kind of give our thoughts and theories of of what possibly happened. So hopefully we can find some more of these uh, later down the road. If you guys like what you hear, so Chal, take it away. All right, guys. So I found this case this week. And became a little bit obsessed with it. I've been listening to like podcasts and read a lot about it this week. Um, it's about the uh, disappearance of Brian Schaefer. Um, so for us, this happened really close to where we lived um, on Ohio State's campus, um, South Campus. So the background of Brian Schaefer, um, he was from Pickerington, Ohio, which is a suburb of Columbus. Um, he was a med student. Um, so he was... A, he was in his second year of med school when this all happened. He had been an undergraduate at Ohio State, so he was probably in his like seventh year of school here. Um, his mom passed away in March of 2006, which is right before our story began, um, which kind of plays a factor into um, kind of his mental state at that time. Um, he was dating another med student. Um, they were about to go on a spring break that year. Um, so he was likely to propose on that trip. They were going to Miami. It was all this happened on a Friday and they were leaving on Monday. So he had just finished finals. It was, I believe it was Friday, March 31st, 2006. So he just finished finals um, and he and his friends went bar hopping. Um, so they, I think they started at Ugly Tuna. Then it said they went downtown to like the arena district and eventually, towards the end of the night, they ended up back at Ugly Tuna. So what happened was um, he got separated from his friends. So basically what happened is they were in the bar. It was like 
145. So it was right before um, closing. So there's there's a video camera. If you everyone knows, if anyone knows Ugly Tuna, it's um, it's on the second floor. So there's an escalator that leads up to basically the main and only entrance to this bar. Um, so there was that, and then there was like a service entrance in the back, which was supposed to be only for, you know, um, basically the people who worked there. Um, so the camera at the front showed him walking out of the bar at like 145 and talking to two um, women right outside the door. And then it shows him walking back into Ugly Tuna at like 145. Um, so he walks back in. And then throughout that night, they close it too and everything. And he is never seen leaving Ugly Tuna that night. So they, um, so like when the police were investigating this and everything, um, they kept the count of like every person that entered and left that bar through like the front um, by watching the cameras. But um, he was the only one unaccounted for. So it just looked like he had never even left the bar that night. Um, so eventually he never showed up for his Miami trip Monday. So that's when he was reported missing and everything. And the whole investigation began. Um, what else? So the that back service entry led to like a construction site. Um, and I guess there's like a lot of speculation about that back entrance. Um, I've heard that there might have been two entrances, like one with a camera and then one that led to the construction site. I've also heard that there's only like one back entrance. So it's kind of hard to tell exactly like which exits through the back had a camera or not. Um, so that's kind of up in the air. Um, they searched his house and car and everything looked to be untou untouched. Like he had never made it back to his house. Um, his bank accounts are unused, credit cards unused. Um, they checked surveillance from like surrounding bars for that back entrance if it was seen like leaving um and he was never found or anything um and then the investigation um they had dogs officers they checked dumpsters the sewers everything went on for weeks um another interesting thing was that his um his girlfriend called him every night for months just like one time a night to see if his phone would ever ring um, and one time, one night in September, it rang three times for the first time ever. She'd been calling for months. This was probably five months afterwards. Um, so the cell phone company, they said it was a glitch or whatever, but I don't think they were ever certain because he didn't have like GPS on or anything. So, um, they just ended up saying it was a glitch, but, um, and I guess while his dad was looking for him a psychic told him to search by bridges. So they checked the, like the Olentangy river and everything. Um, another note, he lived on King Avenue. So probably a 10 minute walk from the bar he was at. Um, another sad event was that two years later. So his mom died right before he went missing. His dad was struck by a branch um, in his yard from like a, a windstorm and he died two years later. So, um, his parents both died and he went missing that in within like a two year span. So, um, I think that's all, I don't think I'm missing anything. I probably am missing something, but uh, no, I know I, so I've, I've been also deep in this, this case as well. Like a couple of years ago when I first saw it, cause obviously we had a, pretty major tie to it we've all been to this bar then when i first saw it i think it was after i had already like been frequenting the bar so it was kind of like really weird to see you know is that how you felt oh yeah for sure yeah it was just because you could picture you could picture this happening basically because i mean we've all been there all been to bars you know similar had a similar walk home it was just you know right you so, could definitely relate to it so i guess to summarize your very very good synopsis um basically this so this guy basically bar hopped after finals one day went to the ugly tuna which is on which is in like a kind of like a commercialized i don't know how it looked back in whatever 2004 right that's what i've i've read that it's 
it was, I guess, more crime-filled back then. I'm sure it wasn't as uh, as yeah. nice as it is now. And I, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's gotten a lot better over the last couple of years. So, the, uh, yeah, like you said, there's an escalator that goes up to this bar. And uh, I guess he went in at 2 a.m. And, and there's no evidence of him ever coming out. And he's been missing ever since. He basically just vanished out of thin air. Um, what are some of the the theories that people have on on what happened, Chal? So some of them are, one is that he left to pursue a new life. So somehow he planned this ahead of time and he was going to, he, his mom had just died. Um, I forgot to mention, he's, or I mentioned he was a med student and everything. So I'm sure um, school was taxing and everything for him. And that he just wanted to leave, pursue a new life, left his girlfriend, you know, didn't go on this trip to spring break and just left to pursue a new life elsewhere. Yeah. Um, So that's one of the theories. Hold on. Before you go on to the next one, let me see if Pedos. So I I think this is a new case for you, right? Yes. Big time. What did you think about? Like, do you have any initial thoughts? Like, I I have a very big initial thought. I actually had a theory. Okay. Yeah. I I wanted to hear what your theory is. Yeah. I have one and only, and I feel like it's a bulletproof theory. <laughs> he is still working at Ugly Tuna. <laughs> no one has talked about the bartenders or servers that are working there. He, I mean, by this time, he could be general manager now. That's true. And it just, yeah. just closed, so that's he could have just moved the restaurant by now. It's too late, but no one checked if he was working there. Maybe he broke something really, really, really expensive in the bar, and he had to wash dishes to make up for it. <laughs> You wash your dishes for 15 years. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, no one said anything. He might have just applied for a job and they hired him that night. <laughs> Could be. Just walked out the next day. That's all. Um, that's all. I, that's all I, the only guy. That's that's the best theory I've heard so far. Hey, thanks. So I've not first, heard that one. That that's a new one. First, first thing that popped into my mind. First theory is that he started a new life, which. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. I did read. I know it said none of the security cameras saw him leaving the bar. Yeah. They said that there's a small possibility, and I don't know if you mentioned this already, um, that it that just didn't see him, or he went into the bar and put on some type of disguise, uh, and and kept his head down, uh, and to avoid the security camera, because if he was gonna go start a new life, he would obviously try to disguise it, and probably had a plan on how to do so. So right, that, you would think if he's planning to leave his new night to leave his life and just go somewhere else, why would he go get drunk? Like that can't be your best state of mind to go do that, you know? Like why you're not going to go leave? get drunk and then he wasn't a criminal. Why wouldn't he just move away? Sure, right. Unless he wanted to have like one last night out with his friends and that's and true, then, and then just ah. Uh, so yeah, about the the cameras, I guess. I guess there's debate on like the back entrance if the camera was even working that night. Right. Um, also, that it, it was like oscillating, so it could have missed him. The weird thing though would be that they counted every single person that left that night, and him being the only person that didn't get picked up by the camera would just be such a crazy coincidence that he was oh, the one wow. guy that it didn't pick up. You know, I leaving. Never, I had not heard that. That's interesting. Yeah, so I heard that in the podcast that they counted every person who went in and out, and he was the only one unaccounted for that night. Did he know a worker there that could just screw with the cameras? Ah, oh, dude. I, 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 I don't should. get this, dummy. Why wouldn't he just move? Why does he have to make this whole big shebang about it? That's, that's why I don't, I don't, I don't think he. I don't think he moved. Yeah. yeah. Didn't you say it was a construction site right behind it? Yeah. There so was. That's, that's a new so theory. Dump his body underneath. Yep. What is that now? The Gateway Theater. Um, behind it, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a movie theater. Just check um, underneath the seats, dummy. Well, that's another big theory. Uh, one one of the major ones that people think is that there's that service door that Chal mentioned, that he went out of the service door into the construction zone. Um, was probably very drunk, maybe mm-hmm. tripped and fell, hit his head, bled out, and died there. Next day, just kind of got buried in the rubble of the construction and, and it's just been there ever since. Uh, that's, that's another, yeah, that is another big theory. It was, the thing about that is, um, it's kind of hard to tell like what type of construction it was. It, 
there are some that it was like super dangerous to be walking around back there, some accounts, and then some of it was like it could have just been uh like installing drywall or something. So I can't really tell it's hard to tell like what type of construction was being done behind there, if it was something where he could have fell into a hole and actually died, or if it was just like renovations on part of the building, you know, where it wouldn't have been as easy to just fall down, die and get covered up by Yeah. You know. And you would think someone would see him. Right. So that's another I mean that's a tough theory to buy into, but it honestly it's one of the leading ones in my mind. Agreed. But, but go on to a different one. Do you have any more? Um another part of that one was I read that the um I guess like behind the scenes, I guess the cops have stated that that's, they think he's buried under there somewhere, I guess. So I don't know if that's like, that was off the record or whatever. I don't know. I don't know where I read Uh, that, but it was like, that's what they think, I guess. So, I mean, I don't. So I've read, uh, I've read, have, did did you mention his friend yet? I have not mentioned his friend yet. Okay. Um, Go ahead. I'm sure you have notes on it. You'd be better at explaining it. So. I guess after all this happened, everyone that knew him basically or was with him that night um, did, did like lie detector tests and everything. Um, except I guess I don't, it seems like it's one of his better friends. He was with that night. And yeah, I got the he, vibe that they're very good friends or they were very good friends. Right. Um, and then he declined to take like a lie detector. Um, he said he had said everything, you know, that, um, that he had to say basically and cooperated um, but I guess um, Brian's family seems to think there was something going on. Um, one of the one one of the theories was another theory. I guess would be that he got as he left that back entrance um, or on his way home that he got mugged. Um, some some have said like um, like a drug deal or something. It didn't. There was no like indication that. Brian was doing drugs, but I guess his it was kind of suspicious about his friend might have been into selling drugs or something. So maybe something happened or he saw something um, that made someone kill him on his walk. He made it out of the bar without being seen on cameras, and then he was murdered and you know disposed of on his walk home. That now that sounds more likely to me. Yeah, it sounds like this this friend's a little sketchy. He's definitely a little sketchy, but. One of the things when I was going through this is uh, somebody made the point that there is a ton of times. Well, I don't know if a ton of times, but there are times where the cops are so um, focused on finding somebody to pin it, pin it on just to kind of close the case where an innocent person will take a lie detector test and and they'll be found guilty because of it. So if this kid had really had a good lawyer he would have told him absolutely not do not take a slide detector test so uh he sounds sketchy everybody involved in the the case kind of thinks he knows more than he's letting on but kind of an important thing to note that can't just, they like subpoena him into court making him take a lie detector test i do not know the law but i, I don't know if you ever have to take a lie detector test i don't know I feel I like no if idea. you're a suspect. I don't know. I thought if you're a suspect, they could do certain things to you. Maybe, maybe, maybe lie detector tests are considered unconstitutional or something. I don't know. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah, I read when I was doing this that they're not very um, reliable, accurate. I, yeah, reliable. So if it makes it seem like if you do have to take, like, if someone has to take a lie detector, you should say no because how unreliable they are. Right. Did um, you know? Did you say his friend's name? I'm sorry, I don't remember if I you said. I did not. not say his name. I don't believe I wrote his name down. Mm. I was gonna use some private investigator skills on him. Oh, <laughs> um, you could find it very easily. Yeah, for sure. Um, so another theory, or I don't even know if this is a theory. I I, I was like on forums looking at this, and like only one person mentioned this. Uh, I think it's probably more popular if this person knew about it. But apparently, Brian. Uh, had kind of befriended the band that was playing at Ugly Tuna. Did you have anything on this, Chal? Um, I had that. Basically, he he was like a musician, so it was theorized that he went tried to talk to them that night, but nothing more than that. I don't think that I read. 
yeah so he was he was trying to like befriend these musicians who would have access to like the back door um and maybe he one of the theories that just popped into my head was that maybe he was just trying to like go back out with them maybe go get more drinks go back to the house uh, do drugs i don't know if he was doing drugs go drink more and um, maybe he left that way and then got killed later that night or on his walk home i don't know right um yeah i I don't think they they did i read they found the band at some point and talked to him so it didn't it didn't seem like they remembered anything about him but i mean it's not to say that they didn't i don't think they took like a lie detector test or anything i don't think it was they were ever like looked into like that that i yeah saw. i this is uh, my theory honestly is that something he something is so crazy happened in ugly tuna like just in a complete freak accident where he died in there or around there and he's just never been found just because of something that happened I, and i don't i don't know what that is that's why that's kind of why the, the construction zone thing really seems to be the only thing that makes sense in my mind because he if he did die in the construction zone it is kind of plausible that he could just have gotten buried and and never found yeah right i feel like that's the most sounding thing to me so far um so yeah i was thinking if if he had left and was like kidnapped or murdered or something tried to you know someone was trying to rob him or something you'd think after they searched with police dogs around that area that they would have found something you know blood or something it's just weird that if someone had killed him that it was they were so good that they cleaned up everything and there was nothing you know left behind or anything in terms um, of evidence, you know, if they just does, does his him only having three fingers does that do anything to the case? What? Brian Schaefer, his right hand. I think he only has three fingers. I'm on Wikipedia right now, and there's a picture of him and his dad, <laughs> and he's got three fingers in it, and no, that's it. Get out! I'm here. telling you right now, go to Wikipedia and look it up. Well, here's there's here's a picture what, of him. Here's what I wanted to say. Um, when when I knew we were going to talk about this is that Postponed Podcast is going to solve this murder. Oh, big time. I'm already investigating. Yeah, we're, this is going to be, this is how we make the big time. <laughs> wow. We're going to have to dig deep. We're going to have to get on the dark web and we're going to have to talk to people and we're going to solve it. You, Pitos and, and Chal are already in the area. You can interview people. So let's get it done. Well, we already know I have great interviewing skills, number one. Number two, I'm kind of mad you guys told me this because now I'm creeped out every time I'm going to walk by there. Yeah. Please, yeah, please, um, sorry, please draw your attention. I'm sorry. Please draw your attention to our newly added um, sheet on postponed, on our postponed Excel sheets. I put the three-finger picture in there. Okay. It's right next to the episode <laughs> of Jenna. Tell me he doesn't have three fingers. It's just... <laughs> Dude, <laughs> tell me he doesn't have three fingers. His other fingers are just hidden behind. But who do, who does that when they take a picture? That's got to be a clue. His fingers are folded in the. You see two nubs and three fingers. That's got to mean something. Oh, someone Dude, chopping his fingers off. Wait a second. Wait. Where's the tu- Where's the tuna located? Uh. Where's it live? In the ocean, you- right? Oh. How do you kill a tuna? You spear it. He's got a he's doing a spear thing with his fingers like a trident. That's the first clue. When was this picture taken, guys? I'm onto something here, dude. That's you kind of really that's kind of freaky because the psychic did say that he to go look near water. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's doing a trident with his fingers. Tridents have three. Don't they have wow. the three forks on it? Yeah. Look! Wait! 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 wait. <laughs> he's doing it again in another picture. Did you just saw right this right now? I'm posing it right next to it. Wait now look at the thing. Look at with him and his mom. Wait a minute. He's doing it again. I'm telling you. Something's up with these fingers. Bruh. <laughs> Did you see it? Bruh. Yeah. I think he's... I think this is a sign. I'm telling you, right? Who does that in two different pictures? Bruh. I'm on it. I'm sniffing. You, you feel that, Brian? <laughs> I'm coming for you, baby. I mean, this is terrible radio, but uh, <laughs> if if you guys if you guys have made it this far, 
Go and look at Brian Schaefer's pictures on Google Images and look at his white coat ceremony with his, and his pictures with his mom and dad. And uh, he's definitely signaling something to us. He's showing that he was going to tuna that night. That's the start of it. A tuna wow. gets speared. That's the saying. You spear tuna. Maybe he did leave. Maybe he's still alive. I think he is, guys. All right. I think well, he is. wait. One more thing. Okay. Last theory. Um, I saw a lot of people said the uh, that he might have drowned in the Olentangy River, which is why they like searched over there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How far would you say like a walk that is from Tuna? Holy smokes! Uh, far, half right? Hour at least. Half, half hour. hour at least. Half hour. I. It's just like how would he have? This kid if he's living on, on King. Uh, how would yeah, he exactly. have drowned in the river? You know, made it over there like drunkenly stumbled in or anything. I have no chance. I find that hard to believe he would have made no. that made his way over that way. That and from my my ex- uh, extensive law enforcement background, I feel like they would have checked the cameras all around, like going to the Lentage, like the Union cameras. They did. They never. He was never found on any of the the cameras or anything. Right, but I'm saying like all the way to walk, all all through Ohio State campus, they have cameras. So I'm sure they would have right. saw him walking to the Lentangy like a zombie if he walked to the Lentangy and drowned. Yeah, there's a 0% chance he walked to the Lentangy. If he lived on King, which is right next door right. to the bar, no chance. Right. Yeah. Oh, Man. He's sending us something with the fingers. It's all about the fingers, boys. I got to check out these yeah, fingers. Yeah, though, you know? You ruined my night, but I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm going to dive deep after this. Go go help us out, Lair listeners. Tell us if you find anything. Yeah, we are gonna. Yeah, don't give any information to law enforcement before running it through us. <laughs> yes, we are the first. If you find anything, postponepod at gmail dot com. Charles, cold cuts, cold beers, cold cases. Yep, and that is a wrap on it. <laughs> nice. Thanks. All right, that was pretty good. Yeah, that was. All right, guys. I hopefully you enjoyed that uh, that segment that we we appropriately named Charles Cold Cuts, Cold Cases, Cold Beers. <laughs> I think so. I think exactly. you, it. you got it. <laughs> All right. Um, again, you guys are witnessing history because we are going to be the first podcast to, to solve this murder. Yes. If it's a murder. No, 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 no. Yeah. There you go. If it's a murder. Ooh could catch y'all i hope that our three listeners lasted to that because I'm, I'm so happy i found that out wait 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 wait, wait. Yep. i gotta i gotta do this real quick brian mm-hmm. if you're listening <laughs> follow us on chirp <laughs> <laughs> oh that's gold that was gold that's gonna make us to the big times <laughs> Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Dude, if I receive a depth threat from this guy, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> Me too. I could see Alex interviewing people and just being like, uh, follow us uh, on Twitter, postpone pod, and uh, <laughs> yeah. follow us on Chirp. Uh, what, I, I honestly probably would interview him not even knowing it's him. And he'd probably <laughs> just like, uh, be like, uh, what's your name? He's like, Bobby, Bobby Schaefer? Oh, <laughs> I feel like I heard that before. And then you see the, he gives you the fingers, <laughs> and then you know. <laughs> Once I see the finger, this going to be some old guy. How old is this dude now? He's probably 30, 79, so 40 years old. So Actually, I see a 40-year-old no, with three yeah, fingers. He's 40, yeah. If I see a 40-year-old with three fingers, I'm tackling him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh let's go back to our our last postponed topic. All right. So, holding the door open, I just want to get get one point in. So I think it's mostly about mostly about like distance. So you you get the look behind you and you see it's just a certain distance you know you have to hold the door open basically. Of course, of course. Right. Um have you guys ever done that you got to like jog to catch up, you know? Oh, that's the like worst. it's not even like a jog, it's like a quick walk, but you it's a very awkward situation or the person behind you does the the little jog. Yeah, so little giddy up. So I have the perfect solution for this. What I do is when, when, that, when that gap's a little bit too long to keep walking, what you got to do is you pump your arms like you're jogging, but you just keep walking. <laughs> Same speed. <laughs> Same speed. Because so it makes like it giving more effort, but you're yes. really not. You're just moving your arms. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. 
Amazing. See, that has to look like a cartoon. That's so fun. I'd die laughing if I saw that. Yep. It gives the illusion that you care, but you really don't. That's great. <laughs> I'm going to definitely use that the next one. Yep. Have you guys ever had, like, we were talking about the restaurant where you open the door for someone and then they don't open for you on the next door? Mm-hmm. They just yeah. walk in. And then you walk in front of them and then you, like, block them or you don't open the next door for them. Yeah, you know, just so trash. they know it's you like know. A, yeah, it's like a rivalry between houses after that. Yeah, I usually hip check them at the uh, hostess hostess table. You get get the next resi. Can we get a table for two? Table for two. <laughs> yeah. All right. Is that all we wanted to talk about there? Well, I think that solved it. <laughs> we solved all the world's problems. Yep. Distance, speed, and gender. It's the three factors you should take in. Yep. All right. Hit uh, hit Brian with our socials here. Hey Brian, buddy boy, best friend. Listen up here. Twitter. This is, is kind of messed up. <laughs> at PPDcast. Email postponedpod at gmail.com. Love it. Uh, follow us on Chirp. Yep. And did you say Instagram? No. I was going to. Chirp and Chal Instagram. Do, Chal do, uh sick Daryl Instagram, please. Yeah. Postponed pod. <laughs> That's postponed pod on Instagram <laughs> and Chirp. If you couldn't get that from pneumonia, Daryl. You couldn't get uh, that? <laughs> nah, I think we, I think we got it. He's going to come for you hot next episode, y'all. Get ready. All right. That's it. Let's wrap it up. As always, thank you for listening. I am Pacell. I'm Pitos. And I'm Chal. And this has been Postponed. Till next time. <laughs>